Good morning and welcome to the Lakers Lowdown. I am Anthony Irwin. Today on the show, it's going to be one of those rare kind of single subject shows. But I was thinking a lot about the, the whole ratings and then there was the article from ESPN that said that none of the executives polled thought that LeBron James is the best player in the NBA right now and, and the reactions to that. And, and I think there is a line that you can draw directly from content like that and, and conversations like that to players wanting more control over the way that they are talked about and analyzed and the way that they are now basically creating their own content so where they can talk for themselves. And uh, I think it's an interesting look at where things have, where things are right now compared to where they were 10 years ago. Let's get to it. Let's start with the backstory. Obviously, in yesterday's lowdown, we discussed the LeBron James ratings and how I called the uh, 2K people cowards for saying that LeBron, AD, Giannis, and Steph are all the exact same rating. Stand by that, by the way. And and that used to be something that, again, was conversation on Twitter between, you know, fans and stuff that was that was back at the beginning of of twitter uh at the at the beginning of nba twitter basically and then athletes started hopping on twitter and and they would subtweet nba 2k and they would they would start getting involved in it but it was still something that 2k completely controlled at that same time you had uh espn's uh nba rank which ranked like the the top 100 players or whatever it was and and that was, again, something that people would react to and quote, tweet, and get all angry about their favorite player being lower than whatever and a player that they don't like being higher than whatever. Uh, but again, something completely controlled by an entity that the players have no real control over. And then, you know, now you have uh, those same kind of concepts, but in various forms where, uh, again, in this case, it was Tim Bontemps. And he asks executives what they think of who the best player is or the best team, best acquisition, whatever. And again, while those people might play a role in said acquisitions or uh, the the path that some of these guys take in the NBA, that's still not a player kind of a thing. And and it for sure isn't Giannis, LeBron, Aide, uh, Katie, and Steph being asked about it. It's, it's something that LeBron and Katie cannot control. And so I think at this point, you're seeing people get a little louder, or players getting a little bit louder at the way that that is conversed over. Just like they get a little bit louder if they just see an article that they don't like. It used to be you would write something, and there were so many blogs out there, and for the most part, aggregation wasn't really a thing. So it used to be you would write a weird blog, and the blogosphere was so small that most players didn't really pay much attention to it. Podcasting for sure was that way, where things that were said on a podcast weren't really aggregated or paid as close attention to. And and now that there is legitimate industry behind it, players have realized not only does this help them chart a path to analysis that they are more fond of, but they can profit off of it too. Like we just saw... Uh, Kevin Durant and Draymond Green sit down for their one-on-one meeting uh, in which they spoke their truths, and and they are their truths, but they aren't necessarily the truth. doesn't really matter because those are the only two people in the room who uh, are, are speaking in that kind of a thing, 
But at the end of the day, they're saying, no, I'm not only do I want to speak my truth, but I also want to profit off of my truth. And, and that's where it's interest. It's going to be interesting to see where we go next. Predicting what comes next is always <laughs> an iffy proclamation. Uh, and, and if I had the actual answers to where we're going next, uh, I would certainly not be giving them away for free uh, to you guys. But still, I, I just think now that we are where we are, where LeBron does control more of the narrative about his career, uh, Kevin Durant, Draymond Green, Steph Curry, Michael Jordan is like the all-timer at controlling the narrative. Kobe was great at this. Uh, back when he was playing in, in early into his career, or early into his uh, retirement. And, and I think as these players are out there speaking their truths, what we're going to start to see is those truths kind of bash up against other players' truths. And what we're going to be tasked with is, all right, you're going to have to, if you really want the full story, you're going to have to watch... Michael Jordan's documentary, well, air quotes around documentary, and then you're going to have to watch Scottie Pippen's quote-unquote documentary, and then you're going to have to watch Tony Kukoc's quote-unquote documentary and Phil Jackson's book or whatever it is, and you have to combine all of those stories spoken from their perspectives and try to run the various truths up against each other to see what falls out on the other end. And and that's where it's going to be really fascinating here with this dawn of the era of athletes speaking their truths and and it's not to say that like the last dance wasn't entertaining i had a great time listening to it or watching it it wasn't all that enlightening because it's the image that michael jordan has closely tailored for the entirety of his career um i i what i found really interesting was the other characters reactions to the last dance how how Scotty reacted to it and 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 so on and so forth and and it's going to be really interesting when LeBron puts together the nine-part documentary about his journey what Kyrie Irving's going to say about the role that or, or how Kyrie is painted in that kind of a thing whenever there is a 30 for 30 or or you know produced by ESPN about the Warriors and and their climb and their downfall that's going to sound and look a lot different than Steph's specific documentary and, and Kevin Durant's specific documentary about that, uh, Draymond Green's specific documentary about those things. And, and it's going to really kind of come down to the viewer to figure out where those truths lie. And then where you run into there is, well, People, when they're allowed to decide on the truth for themselves, well, they're going to do what makes them feel the best, right? So, like, one thing that I found really interesting this week was Draymond Green and Kevin Durant, they were saying that they were agreeing with each other in those clips uh, where where they said that the, the confrontation that they had, Draymond was saying that he wished the organization would have uh, left it alone. Kevin Durant was saying that he wished the organization and the team would have spoken up. And they're both saying that they are agreeing about the situation. Like, it's fine if there isn't a third person in the room to say, hey, guys, you guys are saying the opposite thing and yet agreeing and passing the buck off to the other people who aren't in this room right now. Um, that's fine. And that's entertaining. And I thought the entire conversation was was interesting. But it's not the truth. And, and that's where I think 
what we're working towards is a balance. I don't think things were better back when athletes' voices weren't as prevalent in analysis. I actually think it makes it more interesting and, by the way, holds people more, to, more accountable to the things that they say about the athletes, and I think that's a good thing. Um, I don't think it's necessarily a good thing if the pendulum swings too far in the other direction where the athletes get to speak their truths and only those truths are examined because there become multiple truths. And, and, and just by nature, by definition, there is only one truth. There is only one reality. And, and I think where we're heading, and I think it's going to still take a little while, is I think we're going to, to see that the various documentaries, the various individual projects are going to start holding each other accountable while obviously this industry of, of content creation and athlete generating athlete reactions, knowing that you're going to get the reaction, predicting it, and then benefiting from that reaction and writing about the reaction, like all of that is not going anywhere. There's too much money in that. So eventually I think what we're going to be arriving at is some version of a, a full circle moment where the journalists are held to a higher account by the athletes. The athletes get held to a higher account in their retelling of their stories uh, by each other. And then the journalists get to kind of serve as arbiters at the end of the day where they aggregate the entirety of the various truths to try to figure out the closest thing to where the actual story lies. And by the way, I, I, there are some things that you're never going to get the full truth on, and that's perfectly fine. It's just that the people who were involved in that all have to be properly represented. And that's where it's going to be really interesting, again, to see all of the individual projects hold each other accountable for proper representation of all of at least the important parties. Like, I'm sorry, but like John Paxson isn't going to get fully represented in the same way that Scotty and Michael were in any <laughs> way shape or form because nobody's going to sit there and watch a nine-part documentary about John Paxson uh, it's just a matter of will is is the aspect of the storytelling commensurate with the role that John Paxson played in it you know and that's that's the the hope when you're trying to arrive at a truth all right, that's going to do it for this episode of the Lakers Lowdown. Kind of different one here where it's more opinion than anything, but it's, uh, you know, that time of year. And I felt like talking about this because I find it really interesting. Uh, we do, we are heading towards the weekend, so no show for the next couple days or so. Uh, in terms of other content across Silver Screen and Roll, Darius wrote his latest uh, editorial discussing Anthony Davis and why nobody should forget that he is that dude when it comes to uh, sheer talent. Uh, there was a bunch of fun stories. Harrison wrote a really fun one in aggregating uh, LeBron's reaction to Steph Curry's 2K rating. Uh, I thought that was <laughs> really fun. And and then Harrison and I together hopped on uh, this feed in the Lakers lounge to discuss the type of motivations that are going to be spurring LeBron James forward this season. I thought that was a fun conversation as well. So once you check all that stuff out, make sure you continue to hit the subscribe, rate, and review buttons, and I will be back next Monday. Until then, I'm Anthony Irwin saying have a good one.